In this day and age, we're all looking for a streamlined way to communicate, especially with your wedding guest. A great wedding website will not only communicate the details of your wedding, but allows you to share your story, photos, travel accommodations, and simply helps guests feel a part of it all. So tune in to this episode to hear how, when, and why to use wedding websites when planning your big day. You got engaged. Now what? Happy? Yes. Joyful time? Of course. Stressed and overwhelmed? 100%. Don't worry. You're in the right place. Welcome to The Ring, The Bling, and All The Things, where we will get you from down on one knee to down the aisle. We'll cover all things from yes to I do's and all that happens in between. Hi, I'm Christina Stubblefield, one of your hosts, along with my two good friends, Michael Gaddy and Sharon Rumsey. With over 50 years of wedding experience between us, we have seen it, heard it, done it, and found a way around it. So buckle up and enjoy the journey. Now, let's get started with this episode. Okay, guys, we're back, and I know you all might not be as excited about this topic as I am, but wedding websites, is it because I'm a techie or I'm in the marketing world? Is that what it is? because you're a nerd. Oh, she called out the <laughs> N-word. She called me a nerd. You know what? I'll, I take that as a compliment because my tech goes many years back, and so does my marketing. So, wedding websites. Now, the reason is not necessarily from the tech side of it that I'm excited to talk about this, but these have played a critical role with what has gone on and what is still going on right now to be able to keep the lines of communication open to wedding guests. And Sharon, I know you deal with this a lot, but that's why I'm excited to share with someone the importance of having a wedding website. I totally encourage everyone to do a wedding website It is the quickest, easiest way to communicate all the things about your wedding to your guest. All the things, Michael, are you following? All the things. All the things. Okay, so with your wedding website, just to give everyone a little bit of overview, there are many different platforms you can use out there, that most of which are even free, to set up a wedding website. And we're going to start by talking about, number one, it can reflect you and your partner. It can affect reflect your vibe of your event. Most of the time, you can customize some of the background. Your, you can put your picture on it. And we can dig deep into that tech side if you want, but we're not going to go there. But that's something for people to realize is it doesn't all have to be cookie cutter that look alike. That is correct. But you know, for an example, I mean, I was invited to a wedding this past year in July to go to Ireland. I was excited. Wow. A really good customer of ours. And everything was on a website. Now, it, it ended up being canceled. All we had to do, and really when they sent us the invitation, it, it, was, it was really an invitation to join our website. And when it was canceled due to COVID and everything, then it was transferred to next year. But I mean, she had every little detail on that website, room accommodations, where to go, what airport to fly into and really we didn't even have any contact with the family at all we just went straight to the website and everything was there that's the first time i've ever seen one of those and i thought it was 
Excellent, actually. Well, especially with what we have going on right now. And I still think people used it even before a pandemic was here. But you can make instant changes and it's out there for all of your guests to see. You don't have to go mailing something else. You know, we've heard a lot of people having to send out change the dates and things like that. But even more important, you can do your RSVPs. Instead of doing that mail, having that extra postage and things like that, or if things change it for your guests and they've RSVP'd, but now something's come up, they can go in and change. I'm sure, Sharon, you've come across that, you know, with some of your weddings. Yeah, there's been a ton of times with COVID that we've had to make changes where wedding websites have been a godsend. But it's not just COVID. I had a bride um, last year and her venue closed on, we found out on a Tuesday that her venue closed and she was getting married on Saturday. So mailing out a change was not even an option. And I was able to get the wedding moved and get her a new venue. But how do you let guests know? So what we did was put all the information on the website along with a map to the new venue and, um, you know, all the, all the th- directions and everything about the new venue And then she was able to use social media to say, check the website, check the website, check the website. Um, So that was, it was a godsend. So how does you, when you being the wedding planner, so how, how does that even become set up? How does the bride, I know I got an invitation, but it had it on there. Is that the way they get the information is first being mailed a card or an invitation or how, how does that work? Couples usually when they mail out their save the dates, We'll have a link to the website, okay. save the dates. I recommend they go out about nine months before the wedding. So they'll have a link to the wedding website, and they will encourage guests at that time to get on. Um, as Christina said earlier, it's an amazing way. My couples love to share their story, how they got engaged, how they met, um, how did he, you know, how did he propose, when did their parents meet. So it's a great way to make guests that you really don't know that well, maybe your parents' friends or your grandparents' friends, feel like they're invested and and know some of the story. So it's really good to have that website done before you send the save the dates. So when people get it, they are able to go on the website and then see the information for the wedding. I also really encourage having your room blocks set up so that that link can be on the website. And when people get that save the date, they just go right in to the website, click the link for the hotel and book their rooms. I was going to say, there she goes with that wedding lingo again. <laughs> Some people won't recognize room blocks. And what Sharon's referring to there is your hotels or your accommodations that the bride and groom have set up especially for their guest. So Sharon, I just want to make sure everybody knows what you're talking about with room Sorry. blocks. Well, it's- good. Another good thing about the wedding, uh, the website is if you've got out of town guest, she can put on there what's what's going on in in our, like our hometown Absolutely. Louisville. What's going? Where's a good place to eat? I mean, all kinds of information about the town itself. He just put us in the basket of our hometowns being Louisville. <laughs> now, we're on the sunny side. We're over here in Indiana, but we're going to let that slide. We're in Kentucky, Anna. But that's really good. But another thing, Sharon, too, is guidelines can change at the venues, not even during a pandemic. We're back to that. But there's other times where guidelines and things like that have changed. Absolutely. So any change in the wedding at all can be communicated through the website whether it's because of a pandemic or maybe it's something that 
the venue is going through renovations or maybe they've been switched from one floor to another. So guidelines can mean many different things. Sometimes there's changes with parking, there's street closures close to the venue. Anything like that can be communicated. Another thing that I love the website for is if you are providing guest transportation, um, say that you're getting married at a church and you're going to transport your guests from their hotel to the church and then back again. Um, that's a great, great thing to have on your website. They know that there's going to be a shuttle bus provided and where that bus can pick them up and when it's going to leave and when it's going to return. Another thing that's really important, too, is what about guest registry? So if they're registered at any department store or something, all that information can be on there and also a link connected so they can you know, go right to the registry. Let's dive into this a little bit more. Sharon, we kind of talked about this previous to us doing this tonight. And um, registries aren't always the same as you think of. Mike's talked about the traditional term before. There's a lot of different opportunities with registries, not just your department stores. But you want to share a little bit about that? Sure. So most of my couples still do a traditional registry. I, um, you know, the, the blenders, the toasters, dishes, things for your house, that kind of thing. But I have several couples now that already have all that stuff. And they want to know what should, you know, what should they do? What should they ask for? So if you're planning a honeymoon, there are several different sites where you can actually create a honeymoon fund. And you put that link on your website. And people can donate directly towards your honeymoon. Say you're going on a cruise. They can book different, pay, they can pay for you to go on a snorkeling excursion or a boat trip or, mm, I or like something. That. Yeah. I like that. That's a good idea. Um, that's really, really fun. I have a super sweet couple right now. Um, she is a financial planner, and her goal is to get their mortgage paid off. They just bought their first house. So they're putting a, a thing on their registry. She created a chart that shows exactly, if you give them $25 for a wedding gift, how much you will save them over the course of their 30-year mortgage. If you give them $100, how much will you save them? And all of the money they get for their wedding, they're going to apply directly to the principal of their mortgage. I think that's an that's awesome idea. Amazing. I, I, she kind of honestly, when I met with her, made me feel a little jealous that I never thought of that when I was their age. But um, They're gaining more out of that than using it on something else because it's they not have everything else. so let me ask you is the, the mortgage company kind of give her that idea or where did that idea come from because no. i think that's amazing well, she's a my, financial my, oh, my okay. girl came up with this all on her oh. own um we had to talk the groom into it because he did want some things mm-hmm. um but <laughs> some things she she's a financial planner and um that's how she thinks it's, that's, that's awesome. there are as many ways to do a registry as there are couples getting married and your website's a great way to communicate what you want instead of what everyone else thinks you need. Well, and I think, too, this is ever-evolving. You know, you've talked a lot about traditional things, and it used to be the department stores. I believe, if I remember correctly, I've even seen some things out there, and I hate to mention one company over another one, but everyone knows about Amazon. I believe I've even seen some Amazon wish lists on, as registries. I don't have one couple right now. Um, that are not registered on Amazon. Okay. I'd well, seen I mean, that and, they always and, do that in addition to something else. And I mean, I, can't you do like department, not department store, but hardware stores and you that kind anything. of thing? You can yeah. do any of that. There are so many different options out there. You know what? I think we're going to have a complete episode about 
registries. We are coming up. Yes, exactly. So that'll be something to dive in deeper. But all around, I think it's important for people to understand how convenient this can be for your guest. Changes happen. We've talked about it. Life happens. And to be able to go down through all these things, and I think Mike really touched on something they may be in, if they're coming in from out of town, they may be in town for a couple days. Knowing what's going on, what's available around that area, that's just an added benefit to share with your guests what they can do. Yeah. Absolutely. A lot of people, you know, if you have a Saturday wedding, they're coming in on Thursday night or Friday night. Um, so they have all day Friday. Um, and especially those guests that aren't part of your rehearsal and rehearsal dinner, they have all day and all night Friday. So it's it's great to kind of give them some options like, you know, where to eat. And we are in the Louisville metro area, so there's always um, things in downtown Louisville to do that we like to share. I also um, always share events that are going on. If I know of a cool arts festival or if the zoo's doing something fun, um, especially if they're bringing little ones with them. Well, well and- even the wedding, the, the one that I was invited to, they on their link or on their website, they had a link to rental cars. They had so smart just so it'd be easy. And they just didn't list one. They lifted like two or three. So you would have your choice. I thought that was a good idea. I'd never seen that before. Well, and one of the other things uh, that I can't remember if we've talked about this, we're going to talk about it. We've got so much planned Mm -hmm. uh, with this podcast that uh, ceremony information we had touched on or we've talked about touching on about arriving early and just especially some things with parking or things You don't want to be walking in when the bride's going down the aisle. So being able to provide some of that information, especially a ceremony where there might be very limited parking or you're going to have to walk a couple blocks, being able to notify your guests, and you've even mentioned it, I wouldn't want to know that I, I would want to know that I need an extra 10 minutes because the street's closed because I don't want to be walking in on someone's special day. There's things that are going to happen and there's things that you can do, but Being able to inform people, especially if it's last minute, one of the things that stick out to me is regarding a ceremony. Yeah. Another thing um, that just popped into my head that I've used the website for is if I start watching the weather like a hawk about a week out. So if I have an outside ceremony and I start getting a little worried that I'm going to have to move that ceremony in. Mike, does Sharon ever get worried? It's my job. I'm I'm the worrier of the group. She's worried before there's anything to worry about. My I think she's worried about this right now because she don't know what we're going to say. My husband says I make up things to worry about. Um, but anyway, if the ceremony is getting moved, um, you're probably still at the same venue, but maybe you're not in the courtyard, you're in the building. Um, you can communicate that to guests as well. I think this is all really good stuff. And there's so much more that we can talk about a wedding website because they can be so customizable based on the type of event you're having, indoor, outdoor. Your, if you have a lot of guests coming in from out of town, we could go on and on about this. But we just wanted to provide some insight why this should be really at the top of your list to get set up, especially when you start to share information about your special day. Yeah, absolutely. You should do it before you send your save the dates. It should be done probably in the first, I don't know, two to three months after you are engaged and choose a date. Well, Mike, do you have anything else to add to this? I know we've talked a lot about this tech stuff that you're not maybe the best fan of. Nor well, I just know there's lots of places and different companies out there that will help you do this. And you can research that to get more information to 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 get the right website that fits your budget or whatever. Not budget, you- but... 
fit your, your style and your needs. needs. And if you do have a wedding planner, a lot of wedding planners use planning software that will, I know mine, um, my planning software actually includes a website for my couples. So I can actually start setting that up for them. And then they just send the pictures and the info that they want on and I'll take care I'm of it. I'm going to add one more thing too, because I know you have that web, that with yours and that uh, they can also contact or communicate with your vendors through that same website too. And that's yeah. amazing. That's a totally different outlook yeah. on it. But I mean, you know, be able to contact all your vendors is great too. There Mike goes, tooting Sharon's horn. She's got a lot of things up her sleeve, Mike, that she offers. Remember that I tooted her horn, okay? I'm going to note that because that's sometimes one, she That's think. one time. Yeah. I tell you Somebody what, Somebody circle it on the calendar. We will. Pause. Let take. We got to take a minute. Let's scratch this down real quick. But in all honesty, we're going to drop some um, different ones that we're familiar with that have done well um, with people that you and Mike have worked with. I'm familiar with some of them. So instead of just mentioning here, we're going to put links where you'll be able to get to it here in the show notes. And again, we could talk about this, but in all honesty, you just need to create it to where it best suits you, your event, um, and your story. So we can wrap it up, right? Sure. Okay. Wrap it up. So stay tuned and thanks for joining us. And you can make sure that you subscribe to whatever your favorite um, podcast playing platform is. Download any of the episodes. If you know someone that is engaged or planning their wedding, please feel free to share um, our social media channels or a podcast with them so we can help make their wedding day dreams come true. Until next time, stay safe. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of The Ring, The Bling, and All The Things. If you like what you heard, make sure to hit the subscribe button to get notified of upcoming episodes. You can also visit our website, The Ring, The Bling, and All The Things.com for past episodes. And make sure to connect with us on social media. If you would like to help us get the word out about this podcast, Make sure to share with your family, your friends, and anyone you know in the wedding business.